Alright, legends. Dude, welcome back to yet another episode of Get Around Me. What a time it is to be alive. Feel the hype, spread the hype, etc. dude, etc. But a bit of administration off the top. Won't take too long. Would already be done if I just did it. May 12 and 14 at the Sydney Comedy Festival. If you haven't bought a ticket, you may or may not be a known communist. Okay, because I just don't know what you're up to on those dates if you're not at my show. So come along. Friday's full. Wednesday is what can only be described as particularly unfull. Bloody come along. Come along. It's going to rip so hard. I don't need to tell you anymore because I've been saying it for four episodes, possibly three. I don't want to harp on, but come along. Tickets are on the Sydney Comedy Festival website or in my Instagram bio. Or you could probably just easily find the link just by putting in Billy Darcy Sydney. People ask me where this ticket link is like it's a fucking treasure hunt, dude. Like you got to it's at the bottom of a reef or something. People, people are treating my ticket link like the last person to have their hands on it was Captain Cook in the 1700s. And now it's lost somewhere in the Caribbean. Dude, have you heard of Google? People don't respect Google anymore. They want the direct link. They, they have no patience for visiting more than one page. They want to go straight to the page they need. Okay? So do you know what, dude? If you don't have Instagram... If you're just a plain old idiot, just Google it. It's not that hard. Do not Google Billy Darcy MP. Because there was a Billy Darcy, who was a politician, already a complete worm. I know, I know what you're thinking. Polly's are dogs. Polly's are dogs. This one, though, was particularly unsavory. Um, I believe he was a pedophile. So, I mean, it's really, I'm really fighting against him in the Google algorithm. There was a while there where if you put in Billy Darcy into Google, first thing to come up, Billy Darcy found guilty of child sex offences. Now, that's not good for marketing a show, okay? Now, I know they say all press is good press, but I believe there's a line, and for me, that line is people thinking you're a fucking pedophile, dude. So, but do you know what? I'm on the rise, and this guy... Old Touchy McGee over here, he's been particularly quiet over the last few years. Probably, I'm hoping, because he's in prison. And I don't think they let you tweet from the Slammer Jam. But, yeah, find the link. Just put in the slightest bit of effort. And uh, if you just Billy Darcy Sydney, I reckon that'll do it. And maybe in brackets, not the pedophile. Just to really cover your bases. But yeah, I am excited about that show. And I'm not going to pretend not to be. So come on down, etc. But the world keeps moving on. I, you know, I'm evolving. I'm changing every week, getting better. I've been to the gym a total of five times now in four weeks. So I am what is known as a regular at this point. I mean, I walk in, I'm getting the high fives. I'm getting the bill looking swole. Bill, you know, how about those teardrops in your legs? Bill, you know, your, your, ba- your back is just looking hench, bruh. You know? One guy said I should start shaving my head, which is a real sign of uh, that I've been accepted by this community. 
you know, um, it's exciting. I will say I have been to the gym a total of five times now and I look what can only be described as exactly the same. So I do think my gym is broken. I have lodged a little something with fair trade um, because I'm paying $17 a week and I expect to be jacked before June. So we'll have to see what happens there, but I'm not afraid to go to the mat, RE the courts um, to sort this out. But yeah, I mean, results minimal Uh, time spent in the gym. I got to say also pretty minimal Uh, payments being made though. You better believe it. Okay. So I forgot, dude, you know, you think you're going to pay for the gym and the payments are what's going to get you there. But I think we all found, find out pretty quick that $20 doesn't really mean a whole lot to, to us. I mean, I bet $60 on Ben Askren to beat Jake Paul on the weekend. And Ben Askren was asleep before I got back to the telly with my beer. Okay? Face down, licking the canvas. You know, he thought he was at the fucking Willy Wonka chocolate factory. The way Ben Askren was licking the floor, he thought it was made out of marshmallows or something. But he was put to sleep, like my bank account. Um, but yeah, so the problem with the gym is I think you need to go to a really nice one that's charging you like 80 bucks a week just to really get you out of bed for it. But So I haven't been to the gym much, but also make no mistake, I'm the strongest I've ever been and um, I'm not afraid to throw down with anyone. So there you go. Full circle on that. Full circle. <laughs> but... um. Dude, I will say, thank God, my gym has kind of, my gym's like an anytime fitness kind of out of the way. It's not like a cool one, I would say. And it's got kind of like an average Joe's vibe from uh, Dodgeball. Like when I first went in there, the first person that came out of the bathroom when I was waiting was a genuine bus driver, like an overweight bus driver. He'd just gone to the gym on his lunch break. Like that's kind of the vibe at my gym. Like every time I'm in there, I would say, if there's 10 people, Two of them are mildly attractive women. Two of them are just jacked out of their mind blokes doing crazy shit. And then the remaining six are just, you know, your average Joes like me. Just a bunch of uh, sort of six out of tens. Just sort of vaguely making the effort to look better, but not really going for it, you know. And then you got a couple of oldies who are just trying to reverse what can only be described as four decades worth of damage. Uh, I've, there's some, but they're, they're great for the vibe. People who are out of shape and over the age of 50 and go to the gym are modern day heroes. Okay. Because, you know, if you go to some of these gyms, if it's nothing but freaking 10 out of 10 hot chicks and just jacked Lebanese men, it can be hard to feel comfortable. Um, and that's not because of the race of the Lebanese men. It's because they're just much better looking and they know what they're doing, you know? But you see a freaking 55-year-old overweight guy who's clearly just making a last-ditch effort to get Margaret and the kids back, and he's just sweating like a pig, and he's wearing, like, jeans on the elliptical. He's wearing, like, jeans and fucking, like, Converse shoes, because that was the last time he exercised was 1973. You look at that guy, and you, you fucking feel comfortable immediately, dude. You know, I'm lifting five kilos on the biceps, but this guy's doing threes, so... These old people are doing a great service. Go go to a gym where there's a bunch of oldies just trying to wind back the clock and you will feel like a million dollars. I guarantee it. But I got to say, the, the other thing with the oldies is they truly don't give a fuck what anyone thinks of them. I've seen like four, like 
55-year-old overweight, sweaty men just throw weights in the gym. Like, finish a set and just throw the weights. And then just, like, kind of prance around. Like, like they just won a gold medal at the Olympics. The carry-on is unbelievable. I actually respect it because I could never express myself that way at the gym. Okay? You think we're not all getting psyched out of our minds at the gym? I'm lifting six kilos. Freaking crazy songs playing everyone's getting jacked some hot chick just looked at you you're just thinking i'm the man next stop shred city you know everyone's getting psyched dude you think we don't all want to carry on dude i'll spit on a guy if the right eminem song is playing okay we all want to carry on but to have the actual confidence to do it i saw a 55 year old guy just finish a set take a sip of his water bottle put the lid back on and then just peg it at the ground just peg it at the ground as hard as he could. And then just the shoulders went back and we knew we were dealing with an alpha male. There was no question. But yeah, dude. So I love these oldies at the gym. Keep coming in. Keep on coming in. Okay. 10 minutes in. What I've done in the first 10 minutes here can only be described as absolutely burning the clock. I mean, I don't know what any of that was. Uh, but let's sort of crack into things here. Dude, the opening of this podcast is slippery. Sometimes I think I'll just mention the gym and then I think I've been talking for 12 minutes and I've been talking for what can only be described as 45 seconds. Uh, and then I'm thinking, fuck, how am I going to fill the rest of the 40 minutes? Other times, I believe I've spoken for about a minute and a half and it's fucking July. So it's very hard to get a sort of a handle on what's happening here, uh, especially when you're as wrapped up in your ego as I am. I don't have time to look at the clock. I'm looking inside and I'm liking what I'm seeing. So anyway, sort of crack into a couple of yarns from the weekend. Then we've got a trend end. And then we got, I'm going to briefly talk about, I've got a, a high school story actually after the trend end. Bit of a throwback. And then I'm going to briefly talk about Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. Okay. There's a nice little glossary of things to come. Hey. Eh? That's so you know exactly when to stop listening. <laughs> oh, dude. Anyway, so Friday night, the start of the weekend. Here we go. Now, farewells are in order. Danny, our roommate, a here at the lad pad, has left. The first of the mass exodus at this phenomenal share house has begun. Um... Danny, he's my cousin. He was a sensational roommate. No bad habits. Um, just, yeah, just a, just a rock-solid roommate. And uh, end of an era, he was here for a full year. Uh, he's moving back uh, to where he came from. And I don't mean that in an ethnic way. He's just from a different suburb. So, farewell, my friend. Great times. And we sent him off in style on Friday night. We went up um, to a beautiful Italian restaurant all the lads, and you know when you just say, boys, kick the wheels off this train, money is no longer an issue, for this meal, we are not going to subscribe to the capitalist system in place, okay, so immediately we just order like two dozen oysters, like three $50 bottles of red, I don't know if that's in impressive for red wine, but it's easily the nicest wine I've ever had, and we're just, we're just going nuts, we order like seven pizzas, we know we can't get through them, it's not about that. I'll take the seventh pizza and just frisbee it at some four-year-old, okay? Whatever, dude. This is a fucking 
We don't subscribe to that capitalist bullshit, okay? Um, so we're just going nuts. Absolutely nuts. We're just swirling red wine, s- smashing oysters. I mean, I don't particularly care for oysters. They're, they're very fresh. Um, as a meal, I believe they are a novelty, but they seem to be in at the moment. White chicks everywhere. you got to get the oyster shot. You know, oysters and white wine, oysters and a cocktail. They are very, very fresh, and I think they're kind of nice. But I also don't really feel like I need to have more than one. And I had probably about four at this dinner. Um, but yeah, we went full white and well-off mode. We went full private school white kid on Friday, no- Friday night. We tipped the waiter like $70 just because we wanted to. And we tipped the waiter because he was, he was a fantastic waiter. And he was doing it just to do a good job. You know, in America, you get these, these little these little gremlins sort of sniffing around your table asking you about your day, but it's because they want a tip. This guy just wants us to have a fantastic meal, and I could feel that energy. So he got a big old tipperoo. For dessert, we just thought, fuck you, we're getting more oysters, okay? So we had oysters for an entree and oysters for a dessert. No, I've never struggled in my life before, okay? I've never struggled in my life before, and tonight, this Friday night was like no other. Just thriving, dude. Just thriving in a system that was set up for me to win. So we're having a great time. Um, after the dinner, I pull out two joints uh, that I had pre-rolled. And we think, oh, we'll walk home. This will be sensational. Well, it's a beautiful night. Anyway, we smoke these things after three bottles of red each. And it becomes pretty clear we're not going to make it home. I mean, the walk went from 10 minutes to like a two-hour operation. Luckily, one of the lads was driving, so we all, we all just lied down in the back of his ute. We were carrying on like we lived in fucking Gulgong or somewhere, you know? I mean, God forbid the cops pulled us over. We were all doing some time, I'll say that. We'd be locked up with the other Billy Darcy, if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're all lying down in the back of this ute, just off our tree after dinner, getting driven home. So much fun. Um, we get back... I've got to say, the boys are nowhere. We have the first fire of the winter. Best part about winter is having a fire and just carrying on in a circle formation around it. Now, the thing with blokes and fires is that men cannot be trusted around fires. And I will, and now we know on this podcast, I hate to bash one particular gender. I subscribe to all 32 of them and I respect whichever one you are. But I got to say, blokes are absolute culprits on this. Fucking blokes can't be trusted around fires. And, and if you think it's just, if, if you think women can't be trusted either, when was the last time you saw a girl throw a bucket of diesel on a fire? Because I've seen my mates do it on endless occasions. Endless. We've all seen that video of the guy on Facebook with the diesel in the fire and the explosion and he almost burned down his house. Yet still... If there's diesel within three blocks of this backyard fire, the boys must chuck it on. Even a fire that's going great, the blokes just want to throw diesel on it. It's fucking terrifying. So, of course, you know, we have a fire going. It's not like a raging inferno, but the boys get antsy. The petrol comes out. Our mate Barthy, who, by the way, is the oldest in the group. He's in his mid to late 30s. To be honest, his age is unconfirmed. Um, but he's got at least 10 years on us. So you'd think he'd be the most mature. 
he fills up like a like a Chobani yogurt, like a half liter yogurt thing with with diesel, throws it on the fire in our direction as well. <laughs> Massive explosion. I mean, the brickwork's on fire everywhere. We've got a chair on fire. Mac is on fire. No one seemed to really care about that. But then, but then, guess what else is on fire? In Barthy's hand, he's still got half a cup of diesel. That's on fire now as well. The bloke's got a fucking flaming mow in his hand. And I tell you what, this isn't the sort you want to drink on a Thursday night down at our favourite tavern. Okay? So now he's got a decision to make. Either, like... I don't know what to do. I still don't know what to do. He's got a fucking, a cup of diesel in his hand that's about to explode. So he just pegs it at the fire. Again, in our direction. Now, the boys are running. The bricks are on fire. Like, the floor is on fire. The, the brickwork on the floor is on fire. I've dived over the couch. Maka, to his credit, has actually jumped into action for once in his life. He's run through the flames and got a fire extinguisher. Maka's attacking the flames. I'm calling my mum. Barthy's run for it. He knows the house is about to burn down. He's he's cleaning his fingerprints off stuff. And we just had to let it burn out, you know? I said, fuck, what are we going to do? Barthy, this is a classic line from a bloke who started the uncontrollable fire. Nah, it's fine. Just let it burn out. The bloke who starts the uncontrollable fire is always trying to downplay how dangerous this situation is. So anyway, I'm just waiting for the eyebrows to grow back. During this whole event, by the way, Adam has freaking is absolutely he's disappeared. He went to take a shit, I think, in 1997. We haven't seen him. So I go into the bathroom, and I can oh, I don't go into the bathroom. He's in the bathroom, and I go in to check on him, and I can hear him snoring from down the hall. You see, this bloke's just sawing logs, old school, chopping down trees, as it were. And I knock on the door, and I go, "Are you all right, mate?" And he. Uh, he wakes up, comes out all defensive. He goes, what's the problem, mate? Just taking a shit. And I go, no, there's no issue, mate. It's just that you've been in here for literally, and I'm not exaggerating, two and a half hours. So <laughs> just thought I'd pop my head in. I mean, we had Italian. I know the oysters, the oysters tasted fresh to me, mate. I don't think you need to be strapped to the toilet uh, for, for most of April. So Adam was nowhere. The house was on fire. Farewell, Danny. It's been real. Um, we told some of our favorite Danny stories, and it was a great time. Um, but yeah, wild, wild time. And that fire was out of control. I don't care what Barthy says. So, anyway. But the good times roll on. Now, Saturday. How are we going for time? Saturday. So, we're picking up some new furniture for the house, etc. So, sort of running around on Saturday, picking up free furniture, this sort of stuff. Let me, let me tell you, when you put out to the world that you need furniture, people will give it to you for free. People just want to get rid of this shit, okay? They don't want to drive to the fucking tip themselves. If you have a ute, you can you can have any piece of furniture in the world for free. Just ask around at work, ask your mates. People want to get rid of furniture. Do not pay for furniture until you're 32 and your wife says, I'm fucking sick of this. It's time to create a vibe in this house. 
and that's when you got to bend the knee and get like a $900 coffee table, you know? But whatever. Happy wife, happy life. You got a kid on the way. You got a mortgage you can barely afford. You hate your job. And now the missus wants to buy a $900 coffee table. And you got to fucking do it. Because if you don't, you know, it's just going to be endless squawking. And you're going to eventually get the coffee table anyway. But by then it'll be too late. Because the kid's been born and she won't let you see him. So that's when you pay for, for fucking furniture. Until then, dude, just get it for free. So... Here we go. Saturday. Oh, yeah. So, Saturday, we're just getting furniture. Super boring. Then Saturday night, we got what can only be described as no momentum. Me, Macca, and Adam, the three horsemen. Um, so, I, I bloody put a put a bridle and a, sa- and a saddle over my trusty steed, Macca. And I say, let's bloody... Let's make the effort, you know? Even if I don't want to go out on Saturday night, and I didn't want to go out, on Saturday night, I still think it's Saturday night. Make the effort, you know? So I, I thought, let's just try and get something going. So our friend Kate says she's going to the city, to a club, which, you know, I don't do either of those things. Uh, not on the weekends anyway. So I like to stay on my side of the bridge on the weekends and go to pubs. But now we're going to the city, we're going to a club. And this chick, Kate, is just like, she's 19, but like way more mature than us. She's the sort of chick who's like, during the day, she studies IT and works in marketing. And at night, she freaking studies marketing and works in IT. And she's just waking up at 4am and you're just like, what the fuck? This chick's way too switched on. What's going on? So she like, is like, you got to come. She like picks us up in an Uber. We head out and... It's, it's a bloody, you know, it's a good time. I got to say, get to this beer garden. It's all happening. Uh, we were getting double shot drinks, which you can't really get on my side of the bridge. And Macca brought a flask out. So we're getting du- double vodka sodas and then topping them up with this flask. I mean, I, I can only speak for myself. I was fucking beeline, dude. Absolutely beelined. And so we head up to this dance floor and within two minutes, you know, I'm having a bop. First dance floor back. Dance floors are back. You know, having a goddamn bop. Just getting my hips going. You know, the old... There's a bit of rust there. Put a bit of WD-40 in my fucking hips, dude. And I just started just bopping around town. And I was swiftly reminded, dude, that I, in fact, cannot dance. I completely forgot during the pandemic. Everyone's like, dance floors are coming back. I was like, fuck yeah. Love a dance floor. Completely forgot. I literally... Outside of a, 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 a gentle two-step, I got literally zero to offer on the dance floor. And I'm always trying to like talk to people on the dance floor when they don't want to be talked to. You know, I'm like, <laughs> well, on the dance floor, like some crazy dance song playing. I'll go to my mate like, fuck UFC should be good tomorrow. He's like, mate, what the fuck? Shut up, you know? So swiftly reminded I can't dance. My sister turns up out of nowhere, actually, with a couple of her friends. And, uh, you know, my sister's hanging out with these blokes that can only be described as absolute criminals. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I go, where'd you find these blokes? The fucking bus stop outside, you know? Being an older brother is just a nightmare. You know, your your sister's hanging out with some bloke with a lip ring and a neck tattoo. It's just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Am I going to see this prick at Christmas, you know? Fucking nightmare, dude. So, hasta la vista. You know, don't don't hang around with her too much because... 
I think maybe her new boyfriend's going to stab me. Or maybe I'm going to have to stab him. I don't know what's going on, dude. Um, but anyway. So, the good time's rolling. Also, it's kind of like... I'm not going to say it's a gay bar, this place. But I'd say maybe 30% of the blokes at this club were gay. It's kind of, I think it used to be a gay bar. Or it still is. But I don't know. I don't know what happened. But anyway. Fair few, uh, fair few local gays at this thing. And dude, the gays are outrageous. No one parties harder than the gays. Um, because dude, a straight couple at 30, they're starting to settle down. They're looking at kids. Dude, gay guys are charismatic. They're usually doing pretty well in whatever career they're into. So they got dual incomes and they don't really, a lot of them don't, don't have kids. So they just, they just spend it all on the freaking party party, you know, throw down dual, hundred K each, just spend it all on gear. Why not? Dude, no one parties harder than the gays. Uh, and I won't be backing down on that stance. Um, but dude, gay, this gay guy, I was hanging out with uh, my friend Kate from before and this gay guy comes up to me, he goes, oh mate, I saw you on this show, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then he starts like, he's like, oh, is this your girlfriend? And I just go with it. You know, I don't really care. I'm like, I also love saying I have a girlfriend when I don't. I don't know why. It's just fun. Um, I'm like, yeah, this is the old ball and chain, Kate. You know, the old bloody, the missus, you know, the bloody... The, the nag, 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 I tell you what, if I leave a dish out, she'll let me know about it. Um, and this guy starts to pitch what can only be described as a pretty serious bisexual threesome to me and Kate. And I'm like, <laughs> at the start, I'm kind of going along with it. And I'm like, oh yeah, mate, sounds good. And then he goes, right, so here's what's going to happen. He goes, right, Billy, I'll fuck you while you fuck her. And I just thought, right. <laughs> I go, you can't say that. I'm just thinking. If, I was like, sorry. I was like, mate, shut up, okay? Like, if a straight guy said this, I'd be fucking. It'd be on for young and old, you know. You can't, you can't say this. Gay guys don't give a fuck, dude. They just don't care. This guy's just saying he's gonna root me while, while, like. And also root my hypothetical misses. I'm just like, mate, I support the lifestyle, but I got to draw a line at some stage, you know. Like, you can't, you can't just fucking say that. This is the most graphic thing. I'm like, mate, just okay. I go, mate, let's put a fucking what is it? Let's put a pin in this freaking bisexual orgy you're pitching for two seconds, okay? Just fucking. You saw me at a comedy show once three years ago. We're not going to have a threesome, mate, okay? Please, just show the slightest bit of decorum for my hypothetical missus. I mean, come on. If a straight guy said that, it'd be a fucking all-in brawl on the dance floor. But gay guys aren't bound by those rules, dude. They'll, they'll tee off on anything. I mean, I didn't know what was going on. But anyway, I was like, yep, okay. In the nicest way possible, please, I'd like to end this conversation. So, but then, uh, anyway... Then Kate started wing woman, wing wing womaning, wing manning, wing personing. Uh, me and Macca. She's like, I'll set you up with some girls. And then she did the thing where she goes, "Hi, this is my friend Billy. He's so cool. Oh my god, he's so funny. You love him, Billy. Come over here and say hi." And then I gotta walk over like a fucking Make a Wish kid, like, "Oh hi, I'm Billy." So that didn't really work too well at all. In fact, it didn't work at all. It was a terrible wing wing personing. Um, yeah. You gotta be smoother than that. I gotta say, you gotta bloody you gotta slip in and then 
the introduction comes when they least expect it, you know. I was getting, she was bringing me over like I was, like I was, I don't know, some, some kid who was like meeting his hero or something. I don't know what was going on, dude. Anyway, remember Daria? There was a show we could all get around. So, what am I talking about? Trend end, dude. It's time to end some trends. This is trend end. Now, on the weekend, I went to JB Hi-Fi to purchase some electricals. JB Hi-Fi, trend end, dude. I mean, it's been a great run. I think it's time for us to end that every employee at JB Hi-Fi has to be like a punk rock goth. (laughs) Because, you know, I don't need a guy with a lip ring selling me a fucking kettle. You know what I mean? Because JB Hi-Fi is rebranded. Now they're doing some appliances. No one really buys DVDs or CDs. I mean, since about 15 years ago. Yet we still got some guy with a neck tattoo selling fucking <laughs> speakers, you know? We, we got a guy with a, with the devil printed across his chest and some satanic shit in Latin on his back. And he's saying, I can do your 10% off a MacBook. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I just think we're probably past it at the moment. I mean, I, I bought a kettle in JB Hi-Fi. No one wants to buy a kettle off a fucking goth. So, if you're going to rebrand on the appliances, I think you need to rebrand on the personnel as well. Like, (laughs) I don't know what it is. Like, you know, you go into JB Hi-Fi, immediately, you know the drill. The guy, you've got to have minimum five piercings to work there and like a black fringe that tells us that high school was no picnic for you. That's the the goss at JB Hi-Fi. You got to tick those boxes. You know, I should be able to fucking... I should be able to see the laptop section through the enormous hole in your ears. <laughs> you know, you should, you should, blokes there should have their hair chemically straightened and, uh, you know, they should be wearing a My Chemical Romance t-shirt at all times, skateboarding around in the CD section, you know, and, and the chicks should just look straight up terrifying. Okay. That's the goss. And yeah. And, and also I think... You know, if you're working at JB Hi-Fi as a woman, your sexuality has to be up for debate. You know, you can't have... I don't want a straight chick called Tiffany working at JB Hi-Fi. You know, we need we need some chick with like three different colors in her hair, her fringe is all over the place, just a neck tattoo and an attitude that says, get the fuck out of my face. But then when you ask her where the speakers are, she's actually unbelievably friendly. You know, that's traditional JB Hi-Fi. But if you're gonna if you're gonna rebrand JB Hi-Fi, start selling kettles and you know freaking <laughs> air fryers. No mum wants to walk in and order an air fryer off a guy who then who then asks her to come to his freaking punk band's gig that night. Let's pick one. If you're selling CDs and freaking and guitars, dude, let's get the goths in there. You know, let's get some fucking some knockoff bass player to fucking sell that shit. But if you're selling air fryers to white people in the suburbs, let's get some kid called Jake in there, you know? <laughs> let's get some kid uh, who's wearing daggy jeans and Brooks runners and wears a lanyard. He, he wears a lanyard and it doesn't even have his JB Hi-Fi stuff on there. He wears a lanyard in his day-to-day life because it gives him quicker access to his keys and it's safer, you know? 
I think trend end, dude. I think unfortunately it's it's you know as that orc said in Lord of the Rings, dude. The end of the the I forgot what the orc said in Lord of the Rings. Fuck. I just watched it like two weeks ago as well. The era of man is over. The er, the era of the orc is upon us. I don't think era is the word. Either way, dude, goths hit the bricks, okay? Um, I think we should move all the goths and the punk rockers. Um, I think they should rebrand and start working at maybe, I want to say, not like a cotton on, but maybe a cook eye. Can we have some goth chicks into cook eye, please? Because the chicks at cook eye freak me out. Chicks who work at cook eye have like those crazy rich girl. You know when rich white chicks have those crazy eyes? And you go, how's your weekend, Bethany Ellen? And she's like, oh, and they get the crazy eyes. They're like, we had the most beautiful brunch. Oh, and then we went on my dad's yacht. And then me and the girls went to, went to Toddy's for dinner. And we had, oh my God, the appetizers. And then we hung out with some Sydney Roosters NRL players. Oh my God, it was the best weekend of my life. When I, when I go home by myself in a room, I feel complete. <laughs> you know, and you, you sort of see behind the curtain. Let's get a couple of goth chicks in there just cutting the shit, dude. You know, so I think trend end goth chicks, goth blokes, goth guys at JB Hi-Fi. It's time to end that trend. It's over. No one wants to buy a kettle off a goth. JB Hi-Fi is rebranded. Let's move on with the personnel. And then let's get some goths into Cook Eye to give that place a bit of flavor. Okay, so there's the trend end for this week. And I got to say, that's a trend that's been... I mean, since I was like 10 years old, I can't remember. I think since JB Hi-Fi opened, it's been nothing but goths. But let's get some guy called Jake wearing a Liverpool jersey in there. Selling tellies. Why not? Why the fuck not? So we'll have to, uh, we'll have to see what happens there. But yeah. Anyway, so we, I went to JB Hi-Fi on the weekend. And I got to say, the lads... You know, I won't spend a cent on a couch. I straight up refuse. But we have taken all the money we have to buy an outrageously big TV. Just an obnoxiously big television. 75 inches. Okay, it's as big as a wall. It's like the one uh, Barney Stinson had in How I Met Your Mother. Just enormous. And I've got to say, the one time in, I've gone into JB Hi-Fi to actually make a sizable purchase. You know, couldn't get anyone to serve us. We were standing there for about 20 minutes. We were all super hungover and wearing weird clothes. I, we didn't look like three blokes who were about to drop a sizable amount of cash on a telly. We didn't look like three blokes who could, you know, afford a premium sub at Subway. But the joke was on them because I just knocked over a chicken schnitzel and bacon sub with the new chili mayo just moments before I'd walked in to JB Hi-Fi. So I'm flashed with cash. But we walk in, couldn't get anyone to serve us. I mean, of all the times over the years, I've popped my head into JB Hi-Fi just to check if the new Ratchet and Clank could come out. And you just get swarmed by goths, you know? Hey man, you want a speaker, Bluetooth speaker? We got Beats by Dr. Dre for $600. That's $4,000 off. You're like, mate, I'm 14. I don't have $600. Please leave me alone. So anyway, eventually we just fucking, you know, say some sort of satanic ritual. Some kid with a lip ring fucking pops up out of a, out of a, a smoky fire ready to fucking take us to the cleaners. Now, Maka had been talking up his ability to haggle this whole time. 
He said he was going to barter with the Goths and get us a great price. Um, Macca's attempts to haggle were almost immediately rebuffed by this kid. This bloke was about maybe 20, maybe 25, maybe 30. It's very hard to tell how old people are. But he was not having, he was not there to haggle. He was not there to be haggled with. So Macca was immediately rebuffed. Um, we come back in. I said, Macca, I'll take over the, the haggling. I said, mate, can you throw in a kettle for free? He said, it's full price. I said, deal. So that was it. We've got the biggest telly in fucking history. It's outrageous. Watch the UFC fights on it. The lad pad is looking up and up. We're still yet to find a roommate. We had actually a young couple that was going to come in. And what would have been, a, what can only be described as a pretty serious rebrand for the pad. We're going to have a married couple move in. Um, but they changed their minds. So we're still hunting. Uh, yeah, we didn't really take looking for people seriously. And now we're kind of up against the wall. But, you know, Billy Darcy is like a cat with nine lives in that at night I go out in alleyways and hang out with other cats. So <laughs> I don't know. Everything works out. Everything's fine because it always has been. But anyway, let me just tell talk about I want to talk about this Ben Askren versus Jake Paul fight very briefly, and then I'll get out of your hair. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, I feel like the pod is sort of over. If you have if you didn't watch the fight or I thought this Ben Askren versus Jake Paul fight was like a huge deal that everyone knew about it, but I've been talking to heaps of my mates about it, and most of them don't even didn't even know it happened. Don't know who Jake Paul is or Ben Askren, or that they fought. So, uh, if you didn't, if you're not interested in this at all, hasta la vista. Thanks for the memories. This is your stop. Okay, don't forget to tap tap your Opal card as you exit the vehicle. But anyway, Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. Firstly, for Christ's sake, do not get around any of my betting tips. I haven't won any money on combat sports in about six months. And I bet on it every weekend. Okay? So do not get around my tips. I bet emotionally. Okay? I do not look at the stats. I honestly bet with my heart. God forbid you open your heart up to these these fucking absolute demons at sports bet. They will take everything you have. They will take it. So I loaded up on Ben Askren. I woke up a bit manic on Sunday morning, like still pissed. Just sort of a bit all over the shop. And I wasn't going to bet on the fight because I thought if, you know, Ben Askren never got knocked out in the UFC apart from that flying knee or, or in his combat sports career. So, except for that one freakish knee. So I thought there's no way this YouTube punk is going to knock him out. Then everyone said Jake Paul was just absolutely molesting blokes when he was sparring them. So I thought, I don't really know. I don't even know much about boxing either. Um... You know, I subscribe to the mixed martial arts. So I thought, I'm not going to bet on this. Then on Sunday morning, I was still pissed. I watched a Ben Askren video on his Instagram. He was just hanging out in his hotel room. I just thought he looked relaxed. I thought that was enough for me. I thought, this guy's relaxed. He's, you know, he's just, he's not nervous at all. Let's just fucking, let's load up. You know, Jake Paul's going to be nervous. He's got everything to lose. Ben Askren doesn't care. Well, obviously, Ben Askren should have cared a little bit more because he was licking the canvas almost immediately. 
took that overhand right to the head. And Ben Askren said in an interview, uh, he couldn't get out of the habit of of um, not trying to not evading the overhand right because in in UFC or in mixed martial arts, he would love the overhand right because he's a wrestler. So people would go for the overhand right. He that's when he'd shoot for the takedown. He'd duck under it, which you obviously can't do in boxing. So obviously you can't take take the man down. In lieu of evading the punch, he chose to just sort of um, just bite Jake Paul's fist. Um, everyone said the stoppage was early. It probably was, but also Ben Askren's about 40. He was wobbly legged. You know, it's not like a real fight. So I don't think this guy needs to, you know, take on any more CTE than he has to, you know. The man has children, so I don't really want to see him get the absolute fuck beaten out of him. Um, but I got to say the Ben Askren versus Jake Paul fight, you know, everyone's ragging on it. People say it was rigged. I subscribed to that theory for about three hours and then I thought about it. Um, the thing with this is people say it's not real fighting or he's not a real boxer. For me, it's like vaping, you know, it's probably, you know, it's not good for you. You know, it's not, it's not, you know, it's, it's not as good as a real cigarette. You know, you sh- it's just... It's just fun. You know, it's just super fun. We paid for the pay-per-view here. Justin Bieber's singing. Snoop Dogg's commentating. You know, Pete Davidson was rolling up joints while he was commentating. Pete Davidson was shitting on Jake Paul as Jake Paul was walking out at like a Jake Paul event, which I loved. I mean, just get fucked, Jake Paul, you know? But, dude, I'm kind of in for these fun fights. They're fun. Uh, I would like to see him fight someone who has like something to lose because Ben Askren just didn't really care about the fight. Ben Askren said in an interview before the fight, he said, if Jake Paul can box, I'll get knocked out. He goes, you know, he goes, I'm not a boxer. You can't just learn boxing in three months. Um, so that turned out to be true. Ben Askren's a dad dude. You know, you, when you're a dad, you can't say no to like a, just like a million dollar payday. Ben Askren just would have paid off paid off like two houses in America. He lives in fucking Wisconsin or some shit. He would have paid off two houses and like his kids' college educations for what? A minute and a half's work for eating one punch. I mean, what a deal. Dude, I'll get punched in the face by Jake Paul for a million dollars. And I'll talk that much shit before the fight. It'll sell. So fucking sign me up, dude. Rearrange my nose. It's been broken twice anyway. I'll fucking, I'll put my chin out. I'll put it on a fucking shelf, you know? Jab me into next week. I'm in for it. So I get the payday. Um, but I'd like to see Jake Paul fight someone who actually maybe is a bit more intent on winning. You know, Ben Askren trained and stuff, but, you know, he, does, he didn't particularly care. And, you know, you could see after, after the fight, he's done like a couple of podcasts. You know, he doesn't, you know, he's cool with it. That guy handles defeat like the, <laughs> no one else. You know, I guess Ben Askren has had two of the most embarrassing defeats in combat sports history. The fastest knockout in history via a flying knee, after which he was unconscious. He then received another absolute haymaker from Jorge Masvidal. That can only be described as one of the more unnecessary strikes in MMA history. And then he got knocked out uh, by a YouTube star. So, I mean, that guy could write a book on humility at this point. But yeah, I'd like to see Jake Paul fight someone like Dylan Dennis, who like has something to lose. Like if Dylan Dennis loses, he's going to really be embarrassed by it and everyone's going to be 
But you're like, you're a fucking loser, Dylan Dennis. No one's really saying that about Ben Askren. No one thought he could box before the fight. No one thought he could box after. So someone like Dylan Dennis, or just someone who has something to lose and really maybe gives the fight a bit more of a go, that'll be exciting. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jake Paul wants to carry on like he's like the biggest, like boxing's his life and stuff. No one's stopping you from actually just becoming a boxer, mate. You know, you can just go be a boxer. Boxing is a sport that exists and it's open to everyone. So you could just go be a boxer. You don't need to carry on like the combat sport world is denying you some sort of opportunity. Um, you can just go be a boxer. You know, that opportunity is available to you. You can fight a boxer whenever you want. Um, you know, I would just keep taking these celebrity fights. They're super fun. Dude, I'll pay fucking 20 US dollars on Macca's card for it. Get the boys over. Bit of an event, you know. Justin Bieber was there. Why not, dude? Justin Bieber's singing. I love it. I love it all. So, even though I lost all my money, and I don't really particularly care for Jake Paul at all. Um, you know, there is something about it where you're like, I fucking hate this guy. And that's what it's about, you know? You want people to either hate you or love you. If everyone's like, yeah, I don't mind him, you're never going to have a career in anything. You need people to either fucking hate you or love you, dude. And Jake Paul's just the villain, so... You know, the thing about this fight, though, was Ben Askren's, like, the perfect hero. You know, he's, like, he's like hilarious. He's a great bloke. He's super humble. Um, you know, he's hilarious. I already said he's hilarious. Whereas Dylan Dennis is also, like, a massive cunt. So, I don't know how they would sort of sell that because I guess it would just be MMA versus boxing. They'd have to sell it like that because there was a bit of, like, kind of, like, a good versus evil with the Jake Paul-Ben Askren fight. Whereas... I would honestly like Jake Paul to beat Dylan Dennis. I think Dylan Dennis is a fucking clown, dude. So, I don't know. Lots going on. I think it's just fun, you know? I think it's just fun. So, those are my thoughts. And this is the only this is the only fight I would ever analyze on the podcast because this is about as far as my fight knowledge goes. A YouTube star fighting a former wrestler in a novelty fight that Pete Davidson... Whoop, Pete Davidson commentated while rolling up joints. This is the only fight you'll ever hear me analyze on the pod. Um, but yeah, dude. Anyway, that's the podcast for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Actually, i got to say I particularly liked this one. A lot of weeks, dude, I fucking hit record on this thing. And 40 minutes later, I just think, take the SIM card, Darcy. Throw it in a river and then jump in after it. Because that was garbage. But I didn't mind this one. So that's exciting less head noise for me uh come to my sydney shows i'll come to the other cities in australia probably in i'm looking at july um july august probably i would say most likely july and tag a friend in a facebook stand-up comedy video it's always helpful tell a friend about the pod spread the hype i got a new stand-up clip coming out um i think next week got a couple actually got a crowd work clip and a material clip. So get around those. For the love of God. <laughs> and uh, and I got some big things coming for the podcast. After my Sydney Comedy Festival shows. Some changes. Some developments. Etc. 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 So. Thank you. For listening. Way too long. Way too long. Yeah.
And I can see the ground now, I'm way too gone, way too gone Cause these people got me fucked up, yeah they got me way too wrong, way too wrong Now my mind's telling me, don't you wait too long, wait too long